On the show, it's finals time and Adelaide's got not one, but two games at the Oval. Silly season is back and I've got a great news for Crows fans. And Port Adelaide has gone back to the future in the SANFL. Oh, the butch, yes. That's all coming up next on another edition of The Press Box. Nice to be back. Another episode of the Press Box. Plenty to get through today as finals footy is just about to kick off. And we're not even in September yet. It's closing in, though. Yes, it's a very different year. Sam Tuggle here with Dale Fletcher and Jack Hudson. No Jace Kemp today. Boys, good evening to you. Boys, oh, my God, I am nervous. <laughs> this is scary. Uh, finals time, I love and I hate it. It's uh, I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> Finals fever is that, is that is that a side effect of finals fever? Uh, yeah, um, I probably have to probably go get diarrhea. COVID. I'll have to go get a COVID test for it just in case. Um, <laughs> oh, geez, don't do that. You have to <laughs> isolate for 20, 24 hours. Oh, probably a good idea, but <laughs> wowee! Um, Port versus Geelong at the Oval. Deja vu. There you go, Fletch. First fact off the top: we have not lost a home qualifying final to Geelong in history. Yep. Ah, two and zip. Yep. Let's go. Well, <laughs> Geelong stats are interesting. They've won one of their last six qualifying final since 2013. They are in terrible form yeah, oh, when it comes to qualifiers. I forgot about that stat and now I'm and all excited yeah. again. <laughs> I've got another stat for you. Oh, no. Uh, there's two versus three. Yeah. Eight out of the last ten premiers have played in this qualifying final. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I'm out of here. I can't do this. We're winning the flat. No, we're not. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Oh, my goodness. We'll get stuck into the port game in just a moment. It's, of course, the big game in Adelaide. But we've got another game as well, Brisbane and Melbourne, which will be very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. The, the whole talk of the town this week has been about the tickets. Uh. They are in high demand, these tickets. There's just, uh, you can't fit 60,000 to 15,000, unfortunately. Yeah, without sounding like a complete wanker, I really hope I don't catch COVID off the bloke who definitely doesn't have it to my right or the bloke who doesn't <laughs> have it to my left. <laughs> What? 15,000 seems a bit absurd. I understand this whole COVID situation like over in the eastern states has obviously escalated like well out of proportion due to mismanagement. Mm. But, and we have been quite lucky here in SA. But come on, open the gates. It's a qualifying final and, yeah, we ain't getting the grand final. Well, we put a bid in, but we'll only let 15,000 of you in. Yeah. What a ridiculous crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be frank. Yeah, it is a bit... Uh, oh, it's... Fast, really, mm. uh, to be really honest. But uh, uh, I had to go back last year. The, the prelim, the Port Richmond prelim last year only had 20... 25. 25. And half capacity. And I would have thought... Well, the prelim oh. was 28. Well, yeah, they tw- actually increased it from 25, yeah. which was the qualifier. So, so I yeah. was actually... I was like, oh, there was 40 at the prelim. Well, no, there wasn't. Nah. Felt no, like no, it. Yeah. yeah well, there wasn't. And I was like, well, 15, yeah, maybe. Maybe there's a bigger picture here. But, geez, 15,000. And I'll I, I tell you this right now: if there, if we, if all the Port fans are sitting together, the fifteen thousand, and they and they don't have have blocks and blocks of seats empty, that'll be even well, bigger fast. It's interesting because what I learnt today was that. They basically have the entire top, I think it's the riverbank stand, mm-hmm. completely closed off. Like, it's just not even used. What? There's no one even up there. Or at least, like So, when you go to these games, they don't even fill parts of the stands. Well, I'm- so, it's got nothing to do with the capacity of the ground. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of people, like, there's, there's cleaning that needs to be done and staff mm-hmm. that need to be paid. Now, who pays for that? Well, mm-hmm. the clubs apparently do. Oh. And they don't really want to have to do that. So, it's not just as much of the SA Health and the government saying this is how much you're allowed into the ground. It's also staff from the SMA and the clubs, what they're willing to fork out on game days as well. And mm. you'd think that 
putting another five, ten thousand people in would would cover the costs of anything like that. Mm. But it, it's all these little things that are factoring in. And for finals footy, you'd think you'd just you'd cop whatever comes because you want as many people to enjoy the event. Yeah, I'll start with um, Ticketek and Rotten Hell. <laughs> Honestly, yes. what a basket case of a website! I love the fact that its Google I'm reviews right. is one point five stars. I'm not, <laughs> bring it's back too Bass. High. Who Bass. remembers Bass? Oh, yeah, Bass. Yes. Bring it back. Book it Bass. <laughs> Book it Bass. Oh. At the festival theatre, line up for sixteen days with your rug. Yeah, I'd rather do that than what I had to endure the other morning with the other afternoon waiting mm. for those tickets to come out. I was in the queue nice and early. So, sitting on the computer, had a window How open. early is that? Because I opened at two. We were thinking like- I had about, I think 12? it was 15 minutes. I had 15 minutes. I was in there earlier. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, so- Could, not- could you log in at like nine in the morning? Yeah, but it has a timed session, so there's not mm. much point in doing that. Uh, It'll okay. boot you out, and yes. then you'd throw your computer phone or whatever out the back <laughs> window. <laughs> so, that's what I almost came to. <laughs> So, I'm sitting on my computer. I'm in the queue. Keep yeah. refreshing. 10, 9, 8. Yeah, good on you. So, <laughs> then I decide after 10 minutes it's a pass, I'll get on my phone. Hope yep. for the best. Sit on that. Sit on that. Okay. I've got two weapons here. Let's see how it goes. Oh, you... Oh. Doubled up. Doubled up. Both on, barrels. On different platforms. You'd think, all right. Yeah. So, I was on my laptop 10 minutes earlier. I got my phone first. Wow. How ridiculous is that? Yeah. Like, there's not even a queue. Like, queue. It's just like, nah, buddy, mm. lucky Larry who just logged on a minute ago can get in before buddy Bob half an hour ago. Yeah. What a crock of. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine <laughs> how frustrating. <laughs> so, you actually initially missed out on tickets, didn't you, Jack? Yeah, so I tried to get myself and Mrs. Hutto into the game. Like, yep. we had our membership numbers ready, had everything all prepared, ready to get through this psych battle of brawling with many of my fellow Port fans <laughs> to try and get in. <laughs> sure as hell. Didn't get in. I've seen allocation exhausted as soon as I get in. I'm just like, you are kidding me. And luckily enough, I passed on my ticket number to one of my mates who kept trying. And then he took one ticket away and then managed to get in with one. So, I'm oh. going. Mrs. Hardo misses out, which is a bit oh. rough for her, but apparently I think she's cursed. So, <laughs> she, she's been to two finals. We've lost by under a goal both times. So. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. Every so reason. If, if we win again, I said she's not coming to the prelim. She didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um I, so, it was just absurd. Like, I was so happy, but I am up in absolute whoop-whoop. Um, I have no idea. I will probably be up in the International Space Station if I'm up any higher. But well, at I'm, least you I'm, won't get on the TV coverage. Oh, who knows? That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Probably some peanuts sh- falling down the stairs. <laughs> but it's just so ridiculous and so rough on so many people. And then the ticket different qual- like qualifications. Like, you pay premium tickets mm. like to get in so you have finals priority and those people were then put in with people who had cheaper tickets and that's not exactly fair the whole mm. situation is just crap mm. well, I understand what it's li- we are living with we're lucky that we can go because that's this is the second year in a row Victoria's going to miss out in finals but still we're in this situation why does it have to be this difficult no I don't think it does you, you know what's going to happen what you know what's going to happen what I, I reckon no. I'll tell you what's going to happen no Friday morning. No. I reckon the crowd will double. They won't do that on the day. (laughs) Gee, so I've been wrong before, but I've just got a feeling. (laughs) Yes, many times. I've just got a feeling there'll be a bit bit of pressure. Well, maybe not double. Maybe 25. You reckon they can get. You reckon on the day, on the Friday. They will up the crowd number well, and have to change Friday. the COVID protocols of an AFL final. If they do that, no chance. Call the state election the next day and watch <laughs> the Liberal government go. 
because they're not winning it regardless. So it doesn't obviously, matter. but just rip the bandaid off now because this is stupid. If that happens, I swear to God, I will lose my shit. <laughs> You're so angry. So, so I'm angry. so annoyed. I'm going to the game and I'm pissed off. But I feel for all the poor fans and yes. well, even some to an extent the Geelong fans that they're all missing out on this. Yeah, it's just crap. We're not in a troubled situation, and we've got all these precautions in place, place to make sure that we're not. So what's fascinating about it too is that Adelaide are trying to bid for a grand final, but there is no <laughs> chance they're going to get there if they continue to provide the AFL with only fifteen thousand tickets to be sold at this at this one great venue, which is the Adelaide Oval, which should be allowed to hold so much more in a state where twenty eight days ago we exited lockdown. Twenty eight well, used to be the magic number. Do you remember? Yeah. Once upon a time, if you got through twenty eight days or whatever a, it was, yeah, that's right, twenty eight yeah. noughts in a row. Everything's back to normal. And nothing's close to that at the moment. And now, look, that's all for the authorities to spend their time and, and you know, earn money from. But we, we, as a society, have done all the hard work. We've done all the hard work of getting through the lockdown, staying safe, wearing masks, doing everything right, adhering to protocols, signing in QR codes, etc., wherever we go. No one's getting in trouble. And we're doing a lot of things right with our uh, mm. um, quarantining and, and stuff from abroad. So, I understand Delta's just across the border, but the border's a long way away. And mm. if we've got good security- but no one's coming in. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. If, if, the, if there's, a, if there's a, a Woolworths driver who comes in and he, much like the last time someone from Sydney just came in and just started going places and mm. didn't know they had it, that, yes, there's an issue there. But that, that guy isn't going to the football. <laughs> I just no. I, I don't I, I know it's just oh, it's it's annoying and now the preliminary finals if if anything are looking like they'll go to Perth mm. which is what we're hearing on a Wednesday and on a Tuesday night rather it, they will be played in Perth and if Port Adelaide win this qualifier may not actually get to host their own prelim final so this has all come back to the government and the way they've handled this crowd thing how it- much of a meme is this grand final bid did we say yep you can have 1,000 people at Karen Rolton Oval that's how much we are going to actually put into this because clearly we don't give a shit 15k at a qualifying final we haven't had COVID since the ice age <laughs> shove off <laughs> get in the bin in the bin get in the bin in the bin in the bin yes we will well the prelims will be in Perth, I think. Uh, is there's no guarantee. The AFL have said there's no guarantee of them being here if no. Port Adelaide win. That is so sad. But mm. but but the, th- but the thing is, there's there, isn't there isn't there? Or well, I'm hearing talk that the borders, WASA borders, could be opening. I'm hearing exactly the is same. That, is thing. that without quarantines? By the end of this week, I believe oh. it'll be that way. WA and SA are going to be a, a, a back to a, a standard non-quarantining. Cross-border check. So, are the AFL going to not play the prelim at Adelaide Oval, but they're going to allow 30,000 Port fans to get in their car and drive to Perth? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? I'm literally going to be changing. Well, that's right. Adelaide no, Oval. You're spot on. Exactly. Yeah. Do they... People can travel now. I'm going to change the lyrics of Take Me to Church. Take me to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally going to be me if we end up in a prelim slash potential Perth grand final. I'll be there with bells on. Western Hutto. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be uh, interesting. Oh, I've never been to but Perth. The, but that, it, oh, it, I don't know. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm just wheeling out common sense. Yep. So Geelong and Brisbane and Melbourne are all 
set to get extend uh, sorry um, extended stays here in Adelaide with exemptions from the SA government, mm. which because the AFL I think and it sounds like by what we're hearing as well, Dale, very mm. similarly is that yes that WA border will open up without quarantine to South Australia, mm. so those teams now can go over to WA once they've spent time here and they don't have to quarantine. So if the borders open, if they open, yep. Right, so that means probably the semi-finals will go to Perth, mm-hmm. you'd think. So the Perhaps. semis, the prelims, and the grand final, because you can have a hundred percent crowd. Yep. Yet the same teams <laughs> can't play in front of a full house yep. in a state where WA, who don't let anyone in, are letting everyone in. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. I didn't do science at school. That doesn't add up, mate. A lot of the signs over this hasn't added up without having a tinfoil hat on. It's just been weird, 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 weird. But at the same time, we want to keep the state safe. We want to keep everyone safe from COVID, but we're doing all the right things. Yeah. So that's what, that's that's the bit that really annoys a lot of people is we've done the hard work. Mm. We've got to ourselves to zero for quite an extended period of time. We deserve to be able to live a life of, of these sorts of enjoyment I mean, you can. I can understand why the the royal show can't come here, mm. because there's people coming from left, right, and centre across the country with all the rides. Mm. Like that's you can't have the show without all the accessories. But if you can have a game of football and you're allowing footballers in who are in a sterile corridor and in, in, in a bubble for a whole year into a state, and you're going to give them extended stays with exemptions and whatnot because they're th- they're that safe, why can't our crowds turn up to a game of football? It is frustrating. And hence why, on Friday or before Friday, I think the crowd will increase. Dear God. They're going to have to do... So- well, I hope Port Adelaide and the AFL are listening because they'll have to... I'm sure they'll have the conversations going much earlier than... The public will find out, but they would need to have ticketing ready to go, like at the push of a button. Fans, manic. Once the announcement's made, if it's on the day, oh boy, people are gonna be open the floodgates. I've been to the footy once this year. It was the Port Swans Swans game, game. right? And I, (laughs) some of this science is baffling because you can stand outside the ground. No mask. <laughs> no, no, you, you, oh, you probably have to wear a mask now, but yep. you, you, yeah, yeah, there was yeah. no mask. There was there's probably fifteen thousand standing outside where I was with Archie uh, waiting, and uh, but by the time you zap your ticket, oh, mask on, <laughs> in you go. But then, oh no, uh, you're sitting up there. Oh yeah, pack them in like sardines. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I, find, I mean, it's not really the show for us to talk about this, but I do find it interesting. Like, you can you can stand at a bar, but if you've got a drink, you have to sit down. And if you're sitting with the same person without a beer for for an hour, or you're sitting or you're, or you're sitting down with that same person with a beer, like it, the difference is it, nothing at all. But but apparently, COVID exists when you when you're standing up with a with a beer, and and, and it doesn't when you're sitting down. Like, I just don't. Uh, COVID's the most temperamental, moody thing I've ever. It's bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? Like, oh, I'll choose you. So no, nah, you suck. I'll yeah. go. Yeah, affect you. <laughs> so, anyway, so hopefully the poor club have about twenty thousand <laughs> seats. Uh, in the club rooms for everyone to sit down to drink to watch the game. Or pubs around the the state are going to be very full. Maybe just <laughs> take all fans. the. There's heaps of spare seats at Adelaide Oval. They, they could take them off Adelaide Oval and put them in pubs because they're not going <laughs> to mm. be used. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just, just, yeah. it's just disappointing. And like, I'd love to see more people be able to get in, but like if it happens, people are going to be very angry because it makes no sense. It's going. Oh yeah, we'll just we've changed our mind. But what? if you change your mind, you should be doing it now. Correct. Yeah, that doesn't make thing, any. Like, that's there, the bit. No, it's, it's a loss-loss situation. Yes. 
But would people be angrier if it was 30 Monday and then on Friday it went 15? Yes. Yeah. So, but, so, but surely you'd prefer start at the lower no, number. No, but I, I don't understand what would have changed between Monday and well, Friday. 50, well, well As there, if, in the situation right now that we have, hmm. in, in this very real life situation, if it's currently 15,000. If it goes up to thirty, mm-hmm. or any or any other different number from fifteen up, that what's what's changed? Nothing has changed. We haven't mm. gotten better in the state. We've been plateaued at zero, which is great. It it doesn't improve from there. Mm. It's as good as it gets. So that, that's what that's what I think people will be upset about. It, there's there's no change during the week. So why would you wait till Friday or Thursday to change it when you could have done it Monday? It could only get worse from here. But anyway, we aren't scientists. We we aren't SA Health. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just little, we're just punters who like sport who want to see a full out. What about the game? The game itself. Talk There's footy. Game. Talk footy. You guys must have been absolutely crapping your dacks first five minutes of that last game against the Bulldogs. Uh, yes, I. Um, so when I get really mad, I start getting really quiet. <laughs> just to start, start. Med- I just start pacing back and forth, just thinking about, and I speak in a very soft voice. That's what I was at at that point. Just going, we're four goals down, and everything's dark, doom. I can see bloody Nam flashbacks going through my head of last year. Just going, everything's crashing and burning, crashing and burning. This sucks. And then we were the best side for three and a half quarters. So at halftime, the score was five goals to one goal eight, and I was still confident. Because- one goal eight. So was, you, you know very unreal. well that we won a game after scoring one goal and a half. Oh, I know. But <laughs> like, that's, one- again, Port Adelaide's slow start. It was just like, here it is again. But can they come back against the quality was, team of the dogs? It was a but slow, they did. It was a slow first 10 minutes. But after that, we were incredible. But we just couldn't kick it through the two bloody big sticks, which is very important in the scheme of things. <laughs> but we, I always felt that we were in with a shot. And we blitzed them in the first, like, 10 minutes of that third quarter. Yeah. It should, should have been 4-5 or 5-4 four, instead of 1-8. I saw 1-8 and went back to the 1989 grand final and went, oh, jeez, I hope we 1-8. But... Uh, yeah, there, there was definitely uh, goals that should have been kicked in yeah. that second quarter. And if uh, that goal kicking gets wheeled out Friday night, then uh, we should be pushing the proverbial up uh, up the hill. Mm. Absolutely. But Geelong haven't exactly been great starters as well. Like against St Kilda, they were five goals down in the first mm. quarter. That's against St Kilda, who haven't have done bloody stuff all this year. <laughs> and even Melbourne, slow finishes too. Geelong... Don't look that convincing at the moment. Nor did Melbourne. Mm-hmm. No, we aren't entirely either. It'd be stupid of me not to say so. But Brisbane have been shaky. Like they took a while to actually put West Coast away, who have got half their side out. It is anybody's to win, and oh, this whole anybody's. venue situation is putting stuff all through the. I've got stuff. I've got Sydney as a wild bolter. Like there's some like and but anyone can like he was just saying it could be anyone's game on anyone's day and it's just turn up and play well. I've got the bombers as mine. Yep. Okay. I From think eighth, they can make a prelim. Wow. I, well, I, beat I, the Bulldogs in Launceston and it's game on. How much did AC pay you to say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, the Bulldogs, um, not the Bulldogs. The Bombers are in a really good nick at the moment, and you got to think like say Brisbane knock off Melbourne here, didn't Essendon. Essendon gave Melbourne a good run for their money, I'm pretty sure. Dogs are smashing bombers. No. Yeah. No. 
They are. They have lost three straight games, the Dogs, and they're playing in Launceston, which I don't know if they've played many games down there. They played a couple of weeks ago and lost to Hawthorne. Well, there you go. I'll so, put a six-pack on, on with you, Fletch. Six-pack? Well, there a six-pack that we Essendon go. will beat Ooh. the Bulldogs. Here we go. Six-pack of the Creed. Oh, oh the okay. okay. Creed. Okay, so see this. <laughs> All right. Done. 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 Well, double or nothing a bit later. See you um, next week, boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going back to the uh, Port Geelong game, I think the, the biggest name that swings it into Port's favour is no Tom Stewart. Mm-hmm. If Tom Stewart plays, mm. good luck. But with him out, that I reckon that opens up the Port scoring opportunities so much better than if Tom Stewart was there because he... Absolutely gave Port Adelaide B A T H. Oh, absolutely! Uh, last and, time. Oh, when you put, um, when you just keep burying it into that bloody forward line the way that we had, it was God knows. But we got very different avenues to goal now. That's the exciting thing. Like against Carlton, as much as they were basically traffic cones, unfortunately, mm, they were. I think we had like eleven separate goal kickers mm. against the Blues, which that's many different avenues to goal. And our forward line actually looked sensational. Travis Boak up top. Looked incredible. Like, his leads and all that. That was the best our forward entries had looked for about five years. <laughs> Schultz days. Yeah, Schultz days. Like, that's the best our forward entries had looked. And that is the one part of our game that I thought may undo us. If we have forward entries right, watch out. Yep. We will be unstoppable if we have them right. Mm. But then on the flip side... On the flip side, the the Cats forward line is uh, scary. scary. Oh, it's elite. Scarily frightening. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was last time we... Did Port went the four tools, didn't they, last time? Uh, We went something very different. Melbourne, we did the five. Yeah, so I I think you've got to keep it to three tools. You have to keep it to three tools, even though Cleary did look pretty good last week. I don't think he plays. No. You've got to keep... Jonas McKenzie and Alir, but <clears throat> do you have the Geelong will nullify Alir like that? Well, that's well, that's what you're going to try and work out, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope McKenzie goes to Hawkins again because I think he did a pretty good job on, in the qualifying final last year, even though he was missing them from God knows where. <laughs> Five points. Five points. Like we were quite fortunate to an extent. It probably should have been two, three mm. at worst, and. Jonas will probably go, what, Cameron, do you reckon? We has to. Yeah. See the Jonas or Alir. Yeah, and you want Alir as your loose crash and pack. Mm. Oh, the forward line scares me a lot, but we just have to be smart. Yeah. That's the thing, and just hope that they're just hoofing it in there and Alir can just swallow it up. Does Mitch Georgiades play after doing a hamstring? No way. Do not play. There is a lot of optimism no about way. him coming yeah. back. No way. You don't want to, you don't want to risk that. Um, no, give it but, another week. But, like, and the qualifying final with the um, whole fixture stuff potentially being Perth, is there much of a loss of Port losing this game if it came down to that? Mm. And as well, last time we played Geelong, we went with, I think, Dixon, Georgiatis, and Marshall. Marshall was out in the first minute of the game with concussion replaced with a small forward and Boyd Woodcock, therefore leaving it just Dixon and Georgiatis. Now that we have this four-headed beast, whether it be Georgiatis, I'd love to see Joel Garner get a crack. Oh, jeez. He, he's been very good up forward, but I doubt think, don't think that'll happen. 
One thing uh, Port fans uh, probably might forget that uh, no Scott Lysett last time, and he will oh, yes. he will dominate. He will dominate the the ruck duel. That's the one. I'm absolutely confident. The one place on the ground where Port mm. Adelaide will get dominance is uh, Scott Lysett uh, in the ruck, and if the Port midfielders just get sixty percent of his taps, then. It's going to be going the right way for Port fans, so mm. that's 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 a huge boost. And you saw what happened Friday night. Lysette destroyed them. Like he was one of the best, I'd say. Lysette against the Dogs, mm. Mm. he was impressive. The midfield work was. He's the X factor to the whole Premiership. Yeah, yeah, whole thing. Absolutely, and we yeah didn't have Lysette. I completely forgot about that. And we didn't have Butters. We didn't have Dersma. We had a lot of injuries. Mm. So it's a very different team to what it last. It's a completely different team, and that's why I'm more confident because we kept with them. We kept with them, and we were in front. Poor, poor Wood didn't get there. Five goals in front, yeah, well, and lost by five. Yeah, and we were in front in the final quarter, and then ran out of steam. I am very optimistic. All right, tips across the board. Oh no, let's just go with this Friday night. How much and who? Port two goals. Geelong, eight points. How did we know that was coming? Death, taxes, <laughs> and Dale Fletcher tipping against Port Adelaide. Actually, double or nothing. Oh, here we go. Double or nothing. Oh. I'm going Cats and Bulldogs. Okay, I'll go Port and the Bombers. But I'm a hater. <laughs> um, now, boys, um, before we go any further, we, uh, we have a special episode coming up this week, and it is with... One of the Adelaide 36ers players, he's going to join us in the studio. His name is Isaac Humphreys, one of the stars of the team. So we're going to release that on Thursday, our chat with him in the studio. Um, so we're going to play you a little bit now, a little teaser, about a minute or so worth, and uh, you can get yourselves warmed up for what you're going to expect on Thursday. Now, with the Hawks, when you finally subbed into the NBA court, was there that pinch yourself moment like, yeah. I'm here, there's 20,000 in the house, here we go, this is the big dance? Yeah, the pinch myself moment was the run out. I wasn't even expecting to play, really. I was kind of just like, oh, yeah, like I'll come along and be a part of it because I just thought I'd been given an opportunity and uh, I would make the most of it yeah. if I got the chance, but, you know, didn't expect much. And uh, But what I could control was you know, all those little things like the warm-ups and the run-outs. And so, you know, in the NBA, you get decked out with epic gear and it's like head-to-toe layers and layers of uniforms and mm. tracksuits and it's full on. Um, so, you put it all on and, and something the Hawks did was run from their dressing room all the way to the court. So, yeah. and in NBA arenas, like there's tunnels and tunnels and you're just running like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, what? I'm tired. That sounds horrible. I haven't even started yet. <laughs> so, but I remember like the full sprint and Trey started it and he just like went for it. And so I've got like Trey Young on one end and Vince Carter on the other, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And um, just, and we just sprint like out to the court and then we were out playing the Spurs and I, it was my first game with them playing the Spurs and I knew Paddy was going to be there. Didn't really, didn't know Paddy. I still don't, but thought oh like an Aussie like that's really cool mm. um and just and my mum had flown all the way over from Australia to watch it and I knew she was there and I just thought this is epic like mm. running out full sprint and you run out and just like I've played in all the arenas before but it's different when you're in an NBA team mm. um I hadn't felt like that for a while and I just had missed that feeling of just feeling really good about yourself and like mm. yes like I've, I've done it 
and I'm and I'm really here doing it. That it's, was the moment. It's an amazing journey, and and like there's players that you just mentioned there, and Trey Young and and Vince Carter, and, and even then there's opposition players that you're up against. There's yeah. players that are household names in Australia, in America, like, and and they are even bigger over there, obviously. So. For you, as somebody who's little old Aussie who's now playing in the biggest basketball competition in the world, yeah. how do you feel standing alongside a teammate of someone like a, a great in Vince Carter and, mm. and, and the ice tray now that he's known, ice in his veins, the yeah. Trey Young? You know, I knew Trey very briefly from my time at college. So, we kind of knew each other a little bit. I did not know Vince. And it was for sure like, oh, that's Vince Carter like don't talk to him unless yeah. you're talk to <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. And I don't even know. He's the nicest guy in the world. You just put that yourself it just happens mm. yourself um have you blocked vince carter blocked yeah nah i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> damn so there you go a little bit of isaac humphreys who's going to be released on thursday on the press box social so get around isaac from the adelaide 36ers big year ahead for them the season starts in november now dale it's time we uh, get stuck into a segment you really like you bring it up about this time of year it's returning again. It is the silly season. It is the silly season. That's just silly. Oh, it's bloody back. <laughs> this is one of my least favourite things, this silly season. Really? Yeah, oh, no, not the segment. The but tub, well. No, I mean... <laughs> what about the Fletch tapes? I'll oh, bring them back. No, yeah. no. My, trade, trade time for me, I just can't get into it. Really? It yeah, be, no, I be. don't get into it. That's a shit take. Well, for, <laughs> for starters, it should be the whole year round, if you ask me. Yeah, oh, I remember dear you, God. Yeah, you've got that. That's no, a shit take. No, thanks. Uh, first one, uh, Braden Maynard, uh, Collingwood's Braden Maynard, uh, linked to the Crows. I reckon the Crows send their second round pick to Collingwood, who are begging for picks, and you'll get Braden Maynard on a platter. On a second round pick? Because it's going to be pick uh, 22 or whatever it is. It's Mm. it's pretty hard. Don't mind that. Don't don't mind that. Yeah. That's That's good with me. That's not bad. How how old Maynard? Oh, mid-20s. Mm. That's not silly. That's, that's not bad. That's not silly. Yeah. It's pretty good. Bang. Good start. Bang. Okay. Here's where, here's where we're going to get silly. And that's it? it for this scene. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Daniel Talia. Oh, uh, this yeah. is interesting. Well, I think the Crows should try and trade him because he's still on the books. How the hell are they going to do that? Well, you sign and trade. You can sign someone and still trade trade them. I think it's too late for that. Well, I know it's too. It's, it's not even going to the best and fairest. No, it's far too late for that. <laughs> I reckon so. This is silly. This is just dumb. Whatever this is, <laughs> I think the, uh, the 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 team that is screaming for Daniel Talia yep. is Essendon. Essendon. Yeah. Well, Hooker's going, and Hooker was mainly forward anyway. But and with Hurley probably not going to play mm-hmm. again, makes sense. So, do you try to build some Ben's? Nah, mend some bridges yep. <laughs> with Tali and try and get Aaron Francis for Daniel Oh, my Tarly. God. No, mate, no. What? That's what? just silly. Sorry. Aaron Francis for a delisted Daniel Talia. <laughs> That's why the, Crow- the Crows have played this so bad. Yeah, they really have played so this terribly. Bad. Oh, my God. Because that's what could have happened. Yep. I, I think. I okay. highly doubt that. I don't think it was ever going to happen, but even no. if he was on the books. But regardless... He's he's finished, so he can go wherever he wants, doing whatever he wants. If he wants to play again, he can play wherever he can walk. He uh, can just do it. I agree with the Essendon side, but I don't agree with the whole Aaron Francis and trade him side. <laughs> I'm saying that's what the Crows should have done. They well, should have. They should have done. Sucked in, Crows fans. <laughs> he missed out on Aaron Francis. Jeez, um, according it's to a you. stretch. Okay. 
Um, this man, this man might have a premiership medal around his neck, but uh, Hamish Harlett to the Gold Coast Suns. Oh, that's that's a sure thing. I reckon. Oh, I reckon that'll happen. Yep. Yeah, don't know. Don't know. I reckon for, that. So I reckon for, for a leadership sort of uh, Hodge-esque. Yeah, weird. I think it's already. I think it's done. I think it's surely it's done. The Suns need to stop doing this. Well, mm. if that's the case, they really need to stop trying to go, oh, yeah, we'll inject a bit of culture. We'll inject a bit of culture. It's like, make your own bloody culture. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Nah, oh, nah. Right, okay. Well, I've got a last one for, for Crows fans. Now, they're all into Jordan Dawson and Dylan Stevens from Sydney. Mm. Right, so the Sydney got a bit of a squeeze on, but he's going to re-sign and... <laughs> About 19 players have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Contract extension. <laughs> oh, a trigger that? hit. Giannis uh, type numbers, <laughs> I think uh, it is. But uh, how do the Crows work out to get uh, not just Jordan Dawson, but Dylan Stevens back to West Lakes? Imagine you wouldn't have to give up too much for Stevens, saying he's out of contract, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, what's their situation, Dale? You're bringing them to the table? Oh, they both. Well, Jordan Dawson's uh, he had to resign. Mm. He said he would. He said he'd be a swan for life, but hasn't uh, hasn't done so. Hasn't done anything. So they're yet. both out of contract. Yes. Well, that gives the Crows leverage, really. Does especially Plenty with of Stevens it. because the North Melbourne ain't going to pick him. Yeah. And with an aging uh, Luke Parker, does Matt Crouch come into this uh, situation? I feel like Matt Crouch is going to enter a lot of conversations here, whether he wants to go to Sydney or whether he's. I don't know, his management will fight for something in Victoria, which is where I think he'd want to end up. Ooh. I don't know if Sydney would be the right move in that space. I'm sure there'd be something else which Matt Crouch would be better catered for in a trade. Ooh. Do you have something um, silly season for Luke Parker? Yeah, well, Luke Parker, if um, the Swans, it's reported that Luke, uh, the Swans are looking at send, shipping uh, Luke Parker to Melbourne oh. and uh, because he's Victorian, yes. um, and which will free up uh, the buddy cap. And uh, if, if Luke Parker does go to a Melbourne club, then the, the Crows have got no chance of Dawson and Stevens because mm. that'll be the salary gone to, uh, to mm. shore him up. Goodness me. Interesting. What a crazy situation over oh, there. I know. Is that, mm. is that silly season? The last one. Oh, one oh, more. Oh, God. Port Adelaide have a lot of money in the kitty. Yeah. Mm. Tom Rockliffe uh, leaving. Yeah. And uh, they've been linked. Numerous sources have linked Port Adelaide to Jack Billings. Ooh. Mm. From St Kilda. Um, this, no, I don't the, think that's silly. This won't be a trade. This will be free purely agency. free agency signing. Yeah, I don't think that's silly. No, I don't think that's silly as well. That's, that's not. That's a pretty good acquisition. You reckon? No, Even I bad. think that's silly. Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll hit that's that for just you. silly. That's that shit ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was that. I didn't. Bad I didn't mind it. Not not for the not for the coin that the. Uh, oh, I didn't use it all. Who said you had to be as straight straight into Rocky's numbers? No, you didn't have to do that. Just just what you can afford. You got some spare cash. No, no. 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 Okay. What, right. what about Matt, Matt Crouch <laughs> crossing Port Road? No thanks. No, I don't like I'd that. I'd rather Jack Billings, and that's saying something. That's just silly. <laughs> Time to get out of this segment. Hey, um, we haven't talked about the Crows yet. They had a good result to end the season. I reckon it was it was good for them to actually play a fun game of footy, and they saw out some great players. But so, you lost. What? You lost. Yeah, the you Crows. Lost. What? You lost. You lost. Lost what? You lost yeah. the Jason Horn Francis Cup. Oh, jeez. 
You guys are losers. <laughs> That's what, no, we're not. We're in the finals. <laughs> Personally, no. I, I, I thought it was. A, I thought it was just a. It was a great way for a club who's on the rise and trying to build character. They pick two to pick four. And what do you expect them to tank and potentially six? Yes. Do you think the character's going to get any better if they lose a game to the bottom place side heading into the preseason? How do you feel about that? How do you send off two great players who are lost mm. to North Melbourne who looked absolutely rubbish? We'll have to list to be going with yeah, them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's a really great call, but anyway, that's up to personal opinion. Well, that's going to end up at like pick six because of bids. So yeah, it is what and it then is. Then pick, pick six is cursed. Pick, mm. pick two. Oh, jeez, tell me what it is cursed. Um, uh, pick uh, pick two is a little little uh, little bit better in the old uh, trade um, kitty than pick four. Tell you guys not having a bar of it. No, no. You enjoy your win over North Melbourne. As much as we love pick two, I think maybe there's trades to try and work up the order. I don't know. But for me, I don't think it was that big of a deal. Look, to be fair, if I was in Tugger's situation, I'd be like, now, please just win. Yeah. (laughs) Little things for this club right now. Yes, pick two would be awesome, but you can't have everything. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it. We wanted to. We want to be able to win as well. We want to be able to build character, build and and, and look a team win like that too. The way the players played, it was fun to watch. Like it was really fun to watch them run on top of the ground, see players like McAdam play on confidence. Ned McHenry get his hands on the footy and look like he was he was able to be creative and and have the freedom to do that. And a whole bunch of other players do exactly the same thing. It was just a it was a good freedom exercise because rarely they get they don't get that. Mm. And and it was usually under pressure, and as teams who were playing in their half of the ground, and for the crows to get a chance to play there on their terms, it's good for the character of the team, and it's it's good confidence. So they'll like that. They won the last three games of last year and started this year very well. So who knows what that could do from? I know they only beat the bottom team, but it's still a win. Yes, should have tanked. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Daniel Talia full forward, Ned McHenry in the ruck. <laughs> Ned McHenry in the ruck. Absolutely. And I reckon our man, our man here, Sam Tugwell, would have loved commentating on that. Mate, congratulations. Oh, yes. Thanks, boys. And no, how thanks. was it? Here comes McHenry in the ruck. <laughs> he is being sent into the <laughs> Western <laughs> Stand. Oh, my He's God. jumping over a jam tin. If, ever, if anyone, anyone ever calls, that'd be embarrassing. That was fun. Nah, boys, honestly, it was fun. It was there was a crazy day on Sunday. It's the f- first Crows game I've ever listened to in full. Really? At work. Had it in the background. Just purely because I, I wanted one saying. <laughs> Look of a razzle-dazzle. No, razzle-dazzle. Yeah, you wanted razzle-dazzle. It razzle. didn't happen. Oh. I got a text before the, the, the call and yeah. Dale says, I just want to hear razzle-dazzle. <laughs> and two, I wanted the team tuggers to stuff up really surely, <laughs> <laughs> And then find it so we could play it here. Surely you heard nothing it. Nothing happened. Are you kidding me? Didn't, didn't you hear me? There was oh. one bloke There was one bloke on the ground for North Melbourne who I just didn't get the name because he's it's such a tough name. Bosanavalagi. Now, oh. there's so yeah, but, many syllables. Nah, but no, no, no. I it would be funny it. if he got Smith wrong. No, oh, n- n- Smythe. Brady Smythe. Ned McCannery. That was the one name I was always going to fall on, was Bosanavalagi. And I got it the first time. And then Bix goes over my shoulder. He goes, who was that again? And I've got, oh, don't you dare. And I've had to call him a second time. And I nailed it. I was like, Pumped with that, absolutely pumped. And then about a quarter later, he pops up again on the ground, 
and I've just butchered it. I've given up halfway through. I've gone, nah, not even going to try. Will Goodings, a little bit later on in the call, did the same thing. He's butchered it. And we've gone, nah, let's not even bother. Let's just call him by his first name. <laughs> Atu. Atu. So, yeah, Atu. So, yeah, that, you could have cut that one up. That was a, that was a fair yeah, step but up. Yeah, that, but that's, an, that's a hard name. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, still uh, still uh, something uh, nice. Uh, like. A comma, comma, two. <laughs> 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 Basil. Yeah, that's right. How, how badly did you suffer, though? How badly? Uh, I didn't get the name out. I oh, got half like, the name. Basil. Yeah, I did. That's it. It was Basil. Uh, no, I'm not even going to try. Oh. I actually conceded on air. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm amazed you missed it. Um, but, oh, no, I did hear that, but I, yeah. uh, that, I, that was a free pass. Nah, okay, that, that's, if it, but if it was Brody Smythe, then. <laughs> Honestly, it was, a, it was a ridiculous day, though, because at 10.30 in the morning, I got a call from my boss, and I'm sitting here preparing for the Sunday roast, and he calls up and goes, um, yeah, shit's going down, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a caller. Rowie's mm-hmm. out. Can you call the game? And I'm sitting there like, oh, mate, the game's in four hours. I don't I don't have a clue. I've not watched North Melbourne for two years. I don't know any of them. <laughs> for two years. I don't know. They haven't had the ball for two years. <laughs> I don't know any of them. No, Todd Goldstein, that's about it. So I was cramming in all this vision and all this homework with about two hours to spare because I had to do with the Sunday roast before I even did any prep. I had to do an hour and a half worth of radio before I could even think about the Crows game. So it was a pretty jam-packed hour. So just to turn up, I was genuinely trembling. So I'd never called an AFL game before. So I'm sitting in the Adelaide Oval commentary box just shaking. I'm like, I've never, like, how do I deal with this? But the boys are really good. Had Bix and Will Goodings there alongside me and they were amazing support they're just pros so mm. no it was a good it was a fun day you got to do it so, well if, if you ever get the luck to to reach that level which mm. i was a, very amazed and shocked that i did get the chance to i've ticked it off and you, you always have your first and the first is done so i like how you really struggle to stay modest then <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding <laughs> no, you, you did sensational, mate. Um, no, you said you haven't watched North Melbourne in two years. No. You see, you seen, oh, Brent, where's Brent Harvey? Where's Michael yeah, yeah, Ferrito? Right. Oh, where's where's, where's, where's Glenn Jasper Pitter? <laughs> where's Glenn Archer? <laughs> where's Jimmy Shin Cracker? Of the century? Jimmy <laughs> 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 oh, Duck's not playing. What's going I on? I needed Jared Polek out there at least. He didn't even play. He was on the Jeez. bench. Oh. Yeah, on the extended, on the, on the yeah, emergency list. I didn't even have him out there <laughs> to, to recognise. Sh- what a shame that is. <laughs> And uh, and Tuggers are like those stats are thanks to Harvey World Travel and, uh, and uh, <laughs> Does Harvey World Travel even exists. I don't know. It was funny one of the, the stats thanks time, to Franklin's. Yeah, or the, the Anset or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tab the, the, Adel- the Adelaide Bank. <laughs> the Adelaide Bank. Oh, the State Bank. Oh my God! <laughs> the, You're right. older than I am. Let's get some shit takes in. Oh, what's hot? What's cooking? First thing, bring back the Adelaide Bank. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness me. Oh, that was... Uh, <laughs> they were days. Right. Now... We, State Bank was better. Big fan of Milo. Milo was great. Everyone loves Milo. Yes. Now, the minimum acceptable amount of scoops for a tin of Milo, and explains why I look like a planet, would be six spoons of Milo. Six, six spoons, spoons of Milo. Six spoons of Milo. No, 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 now. Yeah. We've got to get the ratios in order here. Mm-hmm. How big's the cup? The, the first cup. Yeah, uh, first answer. It's a significant one. First answer. How good am I? First question. How big's the cup? Is it a mug? Is it this? No, it's bigger than a mug, man. No, it's like Is a it pint. A, 
a, a pint. 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 Pint of Milo and milk. Thanks for All your right. travels, Squire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going Squire. on with me. Yeah. <laughs> with a leader of caller. It's the first time that word's ever been used <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> so, so it's a, a sarsaparilla pint. bartender. So it's a pint. So it's a pint. Yep. Yeah. Six spoons. Yeah. Are we talking teaspoons? No, we're, talking, oh. we're talking wooden spoons. Wooden, wooden spoons. You, you, wooden oh, spoons. Oh, you've got one tugger's so again. Ah, shit. Our <laughs> one's 110 years old. <laughs> <laughs> or tablespoons. Uh, teaspoons. Give me teaspoons. Okay, six teaspoons. Oh, that's a shit take because it should be tablespoons. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> six <laughs> tablespoons. That's the entire glass. That is the entire glass. Yeah. No, there's a Carl Barron joke and he goes, um, can I have some milk with my Milo? And he goes, <laughs> milk, milk. You f- the Milo up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, it, that's true though. In Australia, it's just all about Milo. Just load up on Milo. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. No milk. Now I'm veering away from food, drink, and all that much to Dale's pleasure. Mm. How much are you guys familiar with the Crash Team Racing video game? Very, very, very well. Dale, is that Mario Kart? <laughs> No, this is this is where the shit so take. No. This is where the shit take comes in. The OG Crash Team Racing was and is always will be better than Mario Kart. Yes, I am fully on board. That shit ass. Mario Kart. Didn't even know what it was. Mario Kart. There's nothing beats Mario. Crash Kart. Tag Crash. Team Racing. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Talk about, talk about, talk about. Oh, so what? Tag Team Racing. Yeah. You're gonna on make the me, PS2. You're gonna make me vomit. What's the difference? Um, tag team. Yeah. No. What did you just say? Team, team Racing. The OG one of the PS1. Oh, sorry. Well, I went the, the PS2 version. I was the later. Yeah, the tag team racing. You tag can, team back again. You drag, you're driving along and then you, you see a, a racer in front of you. So you tag in with them and you become this like yeah, combined super version. Yeah, it was great. And you had two people in the same car. One had a weapon on the back, shoot another drive. Oh, sensational. It was a, it was a fun game. Jordan. But no, it's not better than Mario Kart. Oh, that's not, that's Super oh. Mario Kart. Crash Team Racing. Good game though, better. Super Mario Kart. Oh, now, last one I have, back to food. Wheat picks are overrated. I'm a Vitabrits guy. What? That's a really, really underrated there cereal. There's no that, such that, thing that, as a Vitabrits guy. That's I'm that. a Vitabrits guy. I never liked Wheat Picks. <laughs> He's gonna explode. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to tee off. <laughs> he's going to turn in red. I represent all those that had Vitabrits and still do have Vitabrits. <laughs> what, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I swear now? Yeah, go go they dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, kids in cars. Twice in a minute. We, don't, we are on a different, we're in different form this we week. We are past 10 o'clock. <laughs> it's just that their is, form. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's worse than 15,000 Adelaide Oval. Ooh, Uncle Toby's face. No. What? Oh, hang on. Who are you angry at? Me or him? Him. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Vitabrits. <laughs> like Uncle Toby's. Good stuff. I'm so happy it's not at me. We picks are smaller. <laughs> we picks are tiny. And, and, and the worst part, they get soggy quicker. Vitabrits. Hang on. Have you got to soggy quicker? Have you, have you got a timer out of who, what gets soggy quicker? No, I would that eat one Vitabrits and it's oh, relatively hard. The me. next one's still relatively hard. You go through a Weepix, as soon as you eat one, the next one's bloody dissolved into your milk. No, no it's good. It's submerged underneath because there's sugar on top no, as well. It's not, yeah, you no, got sugar on top. No, yes. no, yeah, no. Sugar on top. Oh, yeah, sugar on top's good. No. Yep. Nah. Mate, you were, you were around when porridge was invented. Come on. <laughs> I still eat porridge. Yeah, His first car was a horse. 
First car was a horse. Yeah. Had a lot of horsepower, that car. Oh. First car was a horse. That's a shit take. That is one of the shittest calls I've ever heard. No, Vitabrits was up there. Oh, Vitabrits. Oh, it's good. Don't don't knock it till you try it. I like, am crash. stunned I got out of the firing squad for that. <laughs> we bigs are overrated and you've just gone straight at him because Vitabrits has made that so much shit. Well, I, only I was hoping you were on my team. We, we there goes that chance. <laughs> we do, oh, I have wheat bix at home, and wheat bix is when I wake up too late and I don't have enough time to make my porridge. I have the wheat bix, so mm. shit take. Okay. Wheat bix is the bomb. Oh, wheat bix is just lazy. <laughs> is that the list? <laughs> so I'm, oh, I'm a Vitabrits guy. Oh Can we get that cut up, please? Because, oh, that's great. That's it. Because, put it on that a should be the end of Hardo's shit take. A, put it on a t shirt. Put it on a t shirt. It should be Tugwell's shit take from oh now on. Oh, my God. Pass or farce? Can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline? Absolutely farcical. It's farcical. 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 It's a farce. It ends farcically. The rook rules are a farce. Farce, farce, farce. What a farce. Absolute farce, that was. That sounds farcical. That was farcical. It's farcical. It was a total farce. It was a bit of a farce. It's a disgrace. First one is uh, Vavita. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Big pass. Farce. John Butcher. Yes. Back in the SANFL. Yes. Pass or fast. This better be in your top five passes of the year. The Butch is back and it was sensational. Looked a bit underdone, as you do, playing country footy and the amount of pies and all that sort of stuff that you can have out there, but kicked a snag and went through beautifully. It was amazing. We were on the Butch rebirth. all year. And then he popped up and the there he was. And I'm literally professionally working watching the Butch. It's magic. Maybe I should do Hutto Watch and see how I go and I end up playing full forward for the Maggies. Goodness me, I'm hot. Amazing. <laughs> Wasn't that just a great sight to see him back oh. out there? Just just for the one game. I don't think he'll... I think he said he's not going to play anymore this year. He's a bit too sore and banged up from just the one game at the elite level. But no, just great for him. <laughs> the elite level. Oh, well, compared to where he was. Yeah, very, very true. Out in the Adelaide Plains for Hamley Bridge. But ecstatic. And the crowd was just so up and about for mm. it. Like, the hype... Oh, and the boys were up and about too. Whew, what a good game of footy. Pass. Yeah, pass. Big pass. I was there. I took Archie mm-hmm. um, on uh, Saturday. He sat in the Foss Williams stand, which uh, Jack Hudson doesn't uh, no, sit doesn't, in. doesn't like that. That's why there's a spare seat there. So thanks. <laughs> Man of the people, I still am. <laughs> and uh, he loved it. But every time, it was just a theatre of butcher theatre. It was just unbelievable. He just got there. He even just run back on the ground and you could just hear that. Ooh, just the <laughs> Ooh, butcher. What's going to do <laughs> nothing um oh, <laughs> but uh how dare you i was i was sitting next to ac and uh, when it got real close at the end <laughs> i said ac you know what's gonna happen ac <laughs> butcher's gonna win it after the siren <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> but then jake wiedemann stole his thunder yeah he did, the did he ever <laughs> some good clutch goals Jeez. three of them nick davis-esque <sighs> <laughs> that's that's a stretch. Jeez. Put some mayo on everything. Very big stretch. Yeah, all right. Uh, next one. Uh, Travis Spokes snub from the All Australian Forty Man Ooh. Squad. Pass or fast. This was controversial, wasn't it? A lot of people mm. upset about this. I think he should at least be in the Forty Man Squad at the very bare minimum. Absolutely. So what's what do we pass or fasting? It's a fa- it's a fast, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fast, mm. and he misses yeah, it's out. A fast, yeah. Mm. I'm not surprised. I, I, I oh, this is tough. I love Trav, but I'm not surprised. And I'm not overly okay. as angry as everyone else is. 
Like his season was down compared to other years, and I think there have been players in front of him. So pass, pass. Okay. Mm. Jeez. Nah, big fuss. Oh, huge fuss. Should be in the forty. Gee whiz. If Travis Burke isn't in the forty best players in the AFL this year, turn it up. The oh. worst. The worst part is you got to pick defenders and forwards That's because the, the midfielders. There's just so many of them. Like every team's got two midfielders, which are probably worthwhile putting in the forty. So mm. as soon as you do that, you've got a whole forty-man squad. So fitting in forwards and defenders, you kind of squeeze out a lot of good mids, and I think he's just fallen victim. That that's exactly it. like you might be in the forty best players in the comp, but not across in the, a team setting. Like sure, come he, on. Is he better than Wines, Bontempelli, Oliver, Petrarca? I'd say he's yeah. There's, prob- there's a midfield and a bench. I'd say he's <laughs> probably better than Rory Laird. I'd say he's had yeah, a better year yeah. than Rory Laird. Yeah. That surprised me. But I think there's a lot of other midfielders that... I think he might, uh, he might knock off Paul Seedsman. Seedsman's had a very good year. Very probably win the gold jacket. Like, I think... I, I'm not surprised Seedsman's in there. If they, I hope they actually go pure wingers because Carl Amon will get in there. <laughs> and I have yeah. to get number 15 on my prison bars. Oh, you did, mate. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Um... I actually think Carl Amon got picked instead of Travis Boak for a bit of difference. Well, he has been exceptional this mm. year. Amon's Carl been Amon. incredible. Yep. Mm. yep. But if you had to flip a coin, you'd, you'd put Amon in. Yep. Yeah, 100%. So I'd go Amon. Which is why I think it happened that yeah, way. Yeah, that way it is. Still a fast, though. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> That's right. Fair bump, play on. All right, uh, uh, Hutto will love this. Um, uh, I think it was a small uh, it was Tuesday morning. I think it was uh, West Ham United in the EPL. They're mm. two from two. Scary. And uh, <laughs> the bubbles are bubbling at uh, <laughs> at uh, Upton Park. Is it no, Upton, Upton Park got bulldozed, <laughs> so it's now the Olympic Stadium. Oh, yeah. that too. <clears throat> Or London Stadium, I think it is. It'd always be Upton Park to me. <laughs> but um, so, uh, Mikhail Antonio, West Ham striker, he's a. Uh, he scored against Leicester, won him the game. Um, he became the club's leading goal scorer. Goal, goal scorer, goal scorer. Oh, took geez, over from Paolo Di Canio. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Di Canio. Where's Tevez in that? No, no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, what he did to celebrate, Mikel Antonio, was uh, he, he bought a seat <laughs> in the grandstand. He then made a life-size cutout of himself. Ooh. Oh, my God. And then he jumped to the fence and celebrated... With himself. Oh, what? This so is the best. So, Mikhail Antonio, uh, well, he was really pleasuring himself. Oh, my God. Fast or fast. This show's gone off the rails for starters. Yes. Is that comment? Um, <laughs> this is a massive pass. That is the biggest me time I have ever heard. Imagine the, the balls of doing that. That's good. That's pass. <laughs> it's a farce. What? What a joke. Oh, my God. What kind of effort's he gone to to actually organise a full life-size body cutout, puts it in a seat where any old punter could have gone, but no, he had to use it for his own cutout. Then he goes and runs over to it and celebrates <laughs> with it. Whoa, now, come on. If that happened in the AFL, that would be the biggest farce of all time. I have now put it down. Sam Tugwell hates fun. Hates fun. Hates fun. That is fun. What? You what? hate fun. <laughs> and you hate Vitabrits. <laughs> I was going to say, but he loves Vitabrits. <laughs> hates fun, loves Vitabrits. What a life, <laughs> What is going on with There's you? There's no what fun in Vitabrits. What? <laughs> what else do I hate? Fun. Just enjoy it. How do I hate fun? You support the Crows? <laughs> 
I had fun on Sunday. <laughs> oh, what? Moving, what? moving down the draft order. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you got paid you guys, for it. You guys, <laughs> did, gee whiz. <laughs> you guys just negative about football? Was that yeah. that's all it is? Uh, no, farce. Oh, <laughs> Antonio, See, come oh, on. Disgrace. Fuss. Come, come on, on, Arno. Get on. No. Get on board. Come on. Massive pass. I'm all about that. <laughs> Big farce, Antonio. Like the he was um he was just copying the Korean soccer league who had all the <laughs> oh, <laughs> plush toys in the crowd and plush <laughs> toys. Other things and <laughs> Could you imagine if he actually brought a sex doll of himself? <laughs> that would just that lavish that, toys. That would have been hilarious. That's just oh wow. We kissed himself. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Yeah. That, that's a bit weird. That's, you didn't mess that, you missed that detail on. out. <laughs> I did. I said he pledged himself. Kissed him. Yeah, kissed himself on the lips. No, I thought you were just having a. I thought you were just having a piss around. Like no, having, he literally did it. Fair um, enough. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Antonio Fass. Okay. Rightio, uh, another one that uh, Hutto brought, <laughs> brought brought to the attention this week. Um, there's a. On Twitter, uh, there was a. I think the Herald Sun yep, did yep. a story. For every hot dog that you eat, it takes thirty six minutes off your life. <laughs> now, what? Well, pretty much, I'm going to say eating hot dogs after this dramatic development, <laughs> pass or farce. Take as you go. Um, I think the reports are farce. I don't want to know that thirty six minutes of my life is going to be cut off because I had a hot dog for lunch. That's I just think it's farce, and I think hot dogs being put it, painted in that sort of light is also a farce. Hot dogs should be enjoyed. Yep. What if it, what happens if you eat McDonald's? Do you lose an hour of your life? <laughs> oh, that can't be that can't be any better. Seriously, <laughs> what, about, what about if you eat vertebrates? <laughs> oh, zero because <laughs> they're good for you. And thirty zero because they're good for you. <laughs> right, seeing as we're going down this path tonight, um, <laughs> learning that information, I'm fucked. <laughs> We've all got one in now. <laughs> How am I alive if that is the science? <laughs> Between football stress, work stress, life stress, oh. added on to the top hot dog death sticks for oh. every, every half an hour. <laughs> Gee whiz! <laughs> what is that? Oh. So is it a pass or a farce? The Herald Sun are a farce for bringing it to my attention. <laughs> <laughs> That's stuff neat. Oh, look, the afterlife, whatever it is, there's hot dogs there and I ain't going to die. <laughs> I've got one question. Here we go. I've got, I've got one question. And uh, you're a big Ocho man. Um, yes. Yeah. How oh. is Joey Chestnut yeah. alive? <laughs> That's a very good point. How is he alive? Yes. He's 72 in what? One second or whatever yeah, it is? He just... Goes through them. I also have another question. How the hell do they work that out? Yeah, that's that's right. How do you do that? Do they have people that are on the verge of dying and they feed them a hot dog and just... But oh. how do you know that they were going to live 36 minutes longer if they yeah. didn't eat the hot dog? Where is the science? Where's the proof? i got, a, I got another question. It's Marbo, it's justice. It's, um, it's the five. If I asked you, Jack Hudson, how many hot dogs have you eaten in your life? Shit. How would you know? You wouldn't know. So how do you how do you get to thirty six minutes? One hundred and nineteen hot dogs. This has been a study oh. since they. Oh, <laughs> this has been a study they've clearly been doing since like the nineteen forties, and some people have just started dying. They've gone right. Well, the dude who ate all these ones uh, had a hundred hot dogs in his life compared to you know this lady who had. Two thousand. Yeah. Well, then uh, there's a clear difference of uh, a couple of years. You've got to you've got to think that someone has actually gone to uni, this studied science, gone and done whatever the hell, become a doctor or dickhead or whatever the hell. Yes. To study how long hot dogs shave off your life. <laughs> to produce hot dog that doctor. shit. Hot 
hot doctor. Hot dog doctor. Yeah, hog doctor. Hot doctor. Yeah, I don't know. That I just was thinking, gave oh, me a stroke. <laughs> I was thinking of hot dogs, and he's up late, up late night. Quiz show, quiz show hot dogs. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be. I did, someone did post that on Twitter. Just like, I thought it was this kind of hot dogs, <laughs> which is fair. You should have minutes shaved of your life if you watch that shit. So, goodness me. No, Thanks, Harold's son, you wankers. <laughs> Is that just about it? I got one more. You got yeah, one more. It's a special one. Yeah. No. All right. Mm. And it's it's from Twitter again. Twitter. And uh, someone tweeted this at. Uh, oh, I know where this is going. Eight fifteen p.m. on uh, August twenty first, uh, two thousand and twenty one. It says uh, so. With Brisbane knocking the Bulldogs out of the eight. Top four. Does this mean poor Sue Evan beating a top four team? Sam Tugwell. If you're going to tweet, Shane, yeah, look. get it bloody right. Yeah, Did you actually write knock him out of the top eight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I thought no. you buggered it up. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, I stuffed it up. Gee, but because if you're going to have, no, no, if you're going to be a comic genius, you just, you, yeah, no, I know. Gotta get your I tweeted that on the fly, and then I just sort of left it, and then it was a few hours later that I actually noticed I'd got it wrong. Because someone actually tweeted, oh, the eight. But no, everyone, it just skipped past them. Everyone else was commenting about the joke. So <laughs> no one actually really picked it up. So I just sort of left it there. I was like, oh, we give us stuff. It's just a gag. Get over it, Dale Fletcher, you angry man. Uh, Get t- off. Seriously, t- you two are bitter about <laughs> everything that is nice Fletch. about Port Adelaide. Fletch, come he, on, you two. <laughs> the fact is, he's Look just mad because he should have tanked. He should have tanked. Sure. tanked. Would there? you guys have tanked? No, but... Oh, you... see, exactly the same. Well, what are you just put the shoe on your own foot. You're saying we're so Put your own feet in we the shoe. We are in a qualifying <laughs> final week, Tuggers, and you're asking why we're stressed out. <laughs> Look at you, let nervous me, little let buggers. Let me give you a good reason. <laughs> we play a team that has the Jeez. scariest forward line I've ever seen since probably Brisbane, and then look what happened to them. We oh. bloody embarrassed them. <laughs> I'm terrified of what's about to happen. Somebody's triggered. <laughs> and he's going to lose a six-pack. <laughs> no, Dale. I draw that we make it through and I don't give a shit you what support, the elimination final. You need to support your team this weekend, Dale. That's all. That's, that's I'll everything. I'll be supporting. No, I just don't think we'll win again. That's not, not supporting. I will get be cheering. Get can, behind him. Can we, can we get Dale a sponsor for Doors Plus just in case he has an incident of anger? <laughs> <laughs> another doorknob will be gone. Smashing another door in. I might need a Vitabritz. <laughs> <laughs> That'll calm you down. Hey, boys, that's enough for us this oh. week. Oh, boy, it's getting late here. Um, thanks for joining us once again on the Press Box. Uh, whether Port Adelaide are in a prelim or a semi-final next week, we'll find out. And whether they are at home or not is also going to be an interesting question. They'll all be answered during the next seven days. We'll be back on the, uh, in the Press Box very, very soon. Go the power. Eat your Vitabritz, kids.